that's a YouTube vlogger if he turned into a zombie. But like, I don't know whether to shoot this guy or uh, get his new merch. That's how he'd be charging you. He'd be a, he'd be driving you around out of gas. All these TikTok kids surround your truck. They'd be like, merch, buy the merch. Like, let's get out of here. Before they before they do a synchronized dance and break the windshield. Uh, yeah, good to be here, man. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, this is for April 11th, 2021. Uh, I know it's the 14th. All right, sorry the episode's late. I was all over the great state of Florida the last three days and uh, just didn't bring the podcast stuff. I just figured I'd be back in time, um, you know, but every time I came back, I was just out of it. You know, well, Tuesday I was on a raft. You know, Nancy bought a 9 by 4 raft off Amazon made by Intex, which is an air mattress company. I don't know if you've stayed on enough air mattresses uh, in your day, but I'm uh, familiar with multiple brands. You know, if you need a good mattress, uh, air mattress recommendation, hit me up. All right, I, I upgraded. You know, now I got the ones. I, I only do the air mattresses that have the inflatable headboards now. All right, I'm bougie. Maybe the Kevlar ones that don't pop. When uh, your roommate's cat hits it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, man, yeah, we were out in this raft. And uh, we just, it had the two oars. So, you know, Nancy was lounging while I'm rowing all over the lake. In gator-infested waters on an air mattress. Uh, but it was awesome, man, just to be out there. Smoked a couple joints. I didn't realize how much the, there, there was like a current on the lake or I guess the wind. But if you don't, if you don't row... For like 10 minutes, you just get pushed into someone's backyard. And uh, I remember just Nancy looked up. She's like, are you going to row? And I'm like, why? And she's like, because someone's dog's barking at us. We were like parked up against this guy's boat, passed out. But yeah, it was cool, man. We were like like dirty little rednecks out on the lake. You know. Just chilling. Brought a cooler. Put some snacks in it. Had a picnic out there. Yeah, dude, we're looking for uh, looking for the gator. We we thought we saw him. There's like an eight foot one that hangs out on the bank over here. But uh, yeah, dude, it was a uh, was a fun time. Then we got back in, and I'm like, oh, I got to do the show. But uh, I just felt like I was not in a well. One, I looked like a damn lobster. But second, it was just you know, if the energy's not there, you know, especially with a solo show. You really want to bring it. You know, I want to bring it for you guys, all right? So I'm putting the episode uh, a little bit late. But, um, yeah, man, I was in uh, New Smyrna Beach. Went down there. Dude, I was... Uh, <laughs> I love the dealerships. They kind of, like, the truck dealerships and the Jeep dealerships, they'll, they'll kind of, like, change the advertising a little bit. It's not just a lot. Like, the more country you go, those dealerships, they'll put the cars on, uh, like, fake rocks, and like fake mountainsides, they'll have the truck like almost sideways, or like the Jeep will be, it'll have one tire super extended, so they can show you, oh look, look what this, look what this truck can do. You know, I love the advertising for these truck companies. They're like, yo, look, you can damn near take this thing off a mountain. Meanwhile, like the guy who's buying it's just taking it to his family to Denny's. You know, he needs something with a lift, and the and the and the off road shocks because. Him and his wife up front, that's a thousand pounds on the front axle. And then you got your your two to three heavy set uh cornbread eating kids. You know, so you got about you got about four thousand pounds of human flesh uh and uh 
buttermilk biscuits in the truck. Yeah, it's just funny. Get the new three. This thing can tow a space shuttle. It's like, do you realize those people are going to Waffle House? They're not going to even... They don't know what to do with that much horsepower other than take their family to Walmart. Yeah, every kid in my high school, dude, they had, like, these lifted trucks. I'm like, you live in a gated community. I mean, you need that much... You need those monster truck tires to get into your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dudes. Yeah, I was all over the state. Uh, last Monday was awesome, man. After the after the show, uh, if you listen, I had a had a hosting gig downtown. I always like that. You're responsible. You're responsible for the evening as a host. You take the you start the show off. You take the bullet. You know, you go up there. Hey, tip the you know. Tip the bartenders. Give it up for the troops. <laughs> As the bombing formula. Uh, but no, it was good, man. Got to got to host the show, bring everybody up. I was just, I was ruthless, man. I didn't know like half the comics, but I was just roasting them on the, on the way out. Some people had stage names. That was fun. I brought up this dude. I was like, all right, guys, give it up for Muffin. I didn't know who this was, dude. I'm like, fuck, someone wrote Muffin. As their name. So, when he got off stage, it was like this... This guy literally looked like DMX, dude. Shout out. R.I.P. DMX. But he gets off stage, and I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't think that's on his birth certificate. Like, that guy's got warrants in 14 states. Muffin. I was saying, I said, like, that's the... I was like, that's the guy who, uh, when they commit the murder, they're like, who killed him? They're like, Muffin. And the detective just goes, Fuck! You know, I'm not going to find muffin. When a white guy kills someone they're they know like the middle initial. They're like, it was, uh, it was Jack B. Johnson. And you're like, okay. Right to his house. Guilty. You know, you got these street names. Dude, I was bringing up some, some wild, some wild names. One, one guy's name was R slash V. And then he had like long orange hair. I'm like, oh yeah. Let me guess his crime. Cooking meth in an RV. Anyway. Yeah, I was uh, all over Florida. Dude, I passed a VA hospital. I don't know if you guys know, like, the Veterans Affairs or whatever. It's basically where you go. A lot of old people go after they uh, serve time in the military. And uh, I used to deliver weed to this VA hospital in L.A., and it was just, they had, like, murals of, uh, like, war scenes on the wall. Like, the people lifting the flag up and, you know, like, a mortar going off. This this Veterans Affair facility, like, this care center, they had a they had a tank out front. Just parked out front in the, in the lawn. And I'm like, the people going in to the, the VA... A lot of them are, like, fucked up from the war. Like, that's why they're there. Like, they can't get health insurance. They're on some kind of medication. You know, some of them might have severe PTSD. It's like, can you not remind them of the war? Like, let's not put a tank in the front yard so they have a damn flashback. It was crazy, dude. We used to have people come down from the VA into the weed shop, man. we just hook them up. So funny with this guy Floyd. He would come in on a uh, 
electric scooter, like one of those, what are they, the rascals? And we just throw all the weed in the front basket. And he had a, a, what's it called? He had this, like, he had an army backpack. And he would always tell you about, uh, when the Mandalorian was on, the Star Wars uh, series, he would come in and be like, you see the Mandalorian? I'm like, dude, this guy must just, you know, go back to the, go back to his room, turn on Star Wars, and just fucking chief through these carts that were selling him vape cartridges. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, let's not, let's not remind them of the war every time they walk out. Like, this was like people that needed wristbands to like remind you, like, hey, if this guy snaps, this is the medication. And then they just walk out of their room at the hospital and they see a, a soldier with a bayonet. Yeah, no wonder he's hiding behind the, the custodian cart with a mop, acting like he's shooting somebody. <laughs> got got fucking war scenes all over the wall. This guy can't even take a piss in peace without being reminded that the the Koreans were setting traps or whatever. I don't know. Let's see, we got some news here, man. Uh, cocaine backpack. Woman charged after child shows up to school with 260 grams of cocaine. So this little baby blue Jan Sport with half a kilo in it. Uh, North Carolina woman was busted on drug trafficking charges after a child showed up to school with a large quantity of cocaine last week, police said. Over 260 grams of the drug were found inside the child's book bag last Tuesday by a resource officer. Damn, then I guess his mom got arrested, charged with trafficking cocaine, possession intent to sell, and child abuse. Damn. Well, I mean, it didn't say... I mean, did he grab the wrong backpack? Like, was she like... Did she show up to the drug deal with the with the other blue backpack? Like, oh, shit. You know, and by the time the guy was like, where's the stuff, lady? She's like, oh, it's in my kid's book bag. Shit. And by the time she uh, realized her, her half a kilo was missing, she's getting a call from the school principal. Hey, yeah, we have your... Uh, we got your son down here with a half a kilo. How much you selling that for? You trying to flip it? <laughs> That's crazy, man. Holy shit. Or was she using the kid as like a, a little mule? She's like, hey, you know, don't open the big pouch. That's where the cocaine is. But your Lunchable is in uh, the back pocket. Don't show anybody this. <laughs> so wild. Uh, But yeah, man, the hosting gig was fun. What set it off, I mean, I love I love little, like, uh, things in the crowd you can pick out before you go on stage because then it's just, like, you don't really have to work. You know, you can kind of use, like, an audience. You know, hey, look at this fucking guy, you know. Makes your job a lot easier. They had a, right when I got on stage, out of the corner of my eye, they had just, like, some, some like, white dude in the corner with a, a mask on, a hoodie, and a backpack. And he was just in a booth by himself. And there was no one in the booth next to him. So he was like, you could just see, like, okay, this dude is completely alone. No one's showing up. You know, the waitress, he didn't have he didn't have any food or anything in front of him, no drink, not even a water. And then everyone else was kind of on the other side of the room. 
and there was a there was a table of about four four black couples, and we had fun, dude. I had fun with them all night, just busting them. And uh, I looked at them and I said, "Hey, hey guys, I also don't like the white guy alone in the corner." Yeah, they started laughing, and uh, I just started asking the guy. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna." D- I'm going to do my set facing you, sir. I know the audience is to the left. But, uh, I'm like, yeah, you guys let me know if he rushes the stage. That was funny. Then they had uh, a lot of stage names, dude. They had a guy, he he came up as Muffin. I didn't even, I didn't know who it was. I was just, you know, I was hosting. I'm like, hey, coming up next, you know, you guys have seen him. Give it up for Muffin. Everybody. And this dude comes on stage. He looks like DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. He just comes up there and uh, did his act. And then when he got off, I was just like, that's not, I was like, that can't, you know, that's not on your birth certificate. You know what I mean? I go, I go, anyone with a stage name has warrants. All right. If you come up with a, if you come up with a stage name, if you come up as Muffin, yeah, you're wanted. In 14 states. That's the name where, like, they're like, who killed him? And they're like, Muffin killed him. The detective just is like, fuck, man. I gotta, now I gotta track this guy down. A white dude kills someone, they somehow have his middle initial. They'll be like, who did it? It was Johnson B. Jones. She's like, okay. Pull right up to his house. Clink, clink. Resting, man. Dude, I was catching up on uh, on Hoarders. Dude, they had this lady, her house had, like, no plumbing or anything. She was basically homeless. It was a classic, the classic hoarders, like, they find the dead cat, they got to scoop it out of the carpet with the shovel. You know, horrific. But then I was just thinking, there was this, there was this bathroom that was so bad, they couldn't even get into it. They're, like, the cleaning crew was like, I'm not going in there. He goes, I don't give a shit. The guy was like, I don't care if they fire me, I don't care if this is... I don't care if this is a TV show. He's like, there, he's like, that is a health hazard in that bathroom. He's like, there's black mold, there's feces, and they're showing the bathtub. But then they have an angle. They have an angle of someone in the tub. So I was like, dude, who's the cameraman on Hoarders? Like, he actually, that's not, a, that's not drone footage. Like, I don't think they fly a little drone in there to get these angles. I think there's, like, a cameraman standing on the pile of shit in the bathtub filming the door, like, Dude, the cameraman on that's got to be wow. You go to film school and you get that role. Oh shit! Wow, that's got to be, dude. You're out in L.A. You're like, yeah, six more months and I'm a fucking film grad. You know, some little some posh kid. He's got like the the circular lenses, the Ben Franklin ones. He's sitting at his coffee shop. He's all snobby. He gets his first gig. Like, all right, we got you on A&E. He's like, sick, am I doing the first 48? They're like, nah. Nah, we need you in the shit tub. We need you in Martha's shit tub for this angle. You know, they're like, do, it, do what you got to do. Here's a, here's a company-issued clothespin for your nose. <laughs> what, a, what a nightmare to be on that, dude. The one guy... He, like, he lived out in Seattle. He's like, I grew up with my mom in this hoarder house. And uh, he came back, and he's like, I'm only, he was so cold. He's like, you knew you knew he was done with, like, his mom just being a hoarder. 
his whole life. He comes back from Seattle and he goes, I'm only here because I have morals, not because I love my mom. I'm here because she needs help. But in reality, I don't care about any of this. And I was like, okay, well, that guy is a broken toy. He's out in L.A. or uh, he was out in Seattle. That's where that, you know, that's how I feel like people, people in Seattle, if you just love hanging out in the rain, that like rainy, like depressed, very, I don't know, I've never been, don't really have any desire to, although I would, I don't know, fuck it. I was, yeah, I do like, I do want to see the Space Needle in person, but then I was so disappointed when I saw the, uh, the St. Louis Arch when I drove from uh, New York down to... New York to Arizona one time, I passed the St. Louis Arch on the highway, and I was like, that's it? What a disappointment. So maybe the Space Needle. I feel like after you see New York, you know, New York City, I guess the only thing that would blow your mind after that would be, like, Shanghai. But even then. So we got... I had Culver's. I don't know if you guys... I've eaten there. I had that this week. It's uh, it was funny. You have to <laughs> after you order, they they like make everything fresh. That's their gimmick. I mean, I'm sure they. It'd be funny if they didn't. They just told you to pull over for like five minutes, and then they run you out a burger that they microwaved. Uh, but dude, there was like thirty people, like waiting in their cars for burgers, and then the guy. Or girl, whoever works there, they have to they have to do a full sprint to your car, and then hand you their stuff and go. You need anything else? And you go, no, that's it. And they go, all right. And they turn around and they do a full sprint back. And I go, this is the end of the world. People getting cheeseburgers, ran to their car. You know, I thought it would people, you know, be people like on fire, screaming. You know, missiles being shot, but no, it's just kind of a slow. You know, it's like, how did Rome end? Just kind of slowly, you know. The party just kind of slowly dies out. That's how I feel like the apocalypse would be, is just kind of like everyone leaving the uh, the open house party. You know, like, oh, come by. You know, party starts at 6 and then stay until, uh, you know, you want to leave. And then everyone in America is just slowly like, hey, I think I'm going to... You know, I got to be up early tomorrow. You know, the rich people, that's that's how rich people are right now. They're like, hey, I got to I got to get up tomorrow. We're just going to just going to go kind of hide behind our gated our gated property. Well, let me know when uh let me know when you're doing this again. <laughs> we'll be in Switzerland. Uh yeah, man, it's been a busy last few days. Glad I finally got to Maybe I could have done the episode last night. I don't know. I never know if the the episode is a banger until I re-listen to it, um, because right now it's just, you know, I hear myself talk and I go, "Is this even interesting?" But you know, <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, man, I was all over the state. I was back in uh, Bradenton, Florida. That's where I grew up. If you don't know where Bradenton is, uh, it's right by Sarasota. That's where, you know, a lot of people from Bradenton be like, "Oh, I'm from Sarasota," because at least that's like the nicer part of. Town, uh, but yeah, if you look up Bradenton in the Urban Dictionary, I swear I didn't write it, but it pretty much, uh, pretty much sums it up. But yeah, dude, a lot of lot of cars sitting on uh, 
A lot of old school cars sitting on 30 inch rims. That's for sure. A lot of stimulus checks were spent on, uh, on rims. That's for sure. Rims and speakers. Let me see. Urban addiction. Remember we looked this up in high school, dude. We were all dying laughing because it's just dead accurate. Bradington. <laughs> Here we go. Home of slow driving old people, hot girls, and kick ass guys. One of the most boring places in the world to live. Everyone here knows how to party and exactly where to party at. High schools such as Manatee, Bayshore, and Southeast can be found here and home to many pot smoking teenagers. All right, that one was kind of boring. I thought they had more. Oh, here we go. Home of Walgreens, Super Walmart, 7-Elevens that are open 24 hours a day that and sell alcohol. The crime rate in Bradenton is rapidly moving, as are the number of deaths due to drug overdoses. This town is known for hard partying and hard drugs that are easily acceptable. Ex- acceptable. Accessible. Also acceptable. Crazy girls are abundant around here, and gangsta wannabe white boys are all over. You can find dirty cops hiding out all over the place waiting to pull you over, search you for no reason, take your drugs, and then use them for their own pleasure. Drug dealers sitting high on their Chevys are found almost on every street. Everyone knows everyone, and if you live here, you know not to fuck around in Oniko. Dude, it's so funny. That's where I got my cat. He's gangster. Uh, unless you are a true gangster, don't cross over to the east side of Bradenton, where many drug deals go bad and drive-by shootings are happening often. If you live in northwest Bradenton, you are most likely an upper-class white family. The best thing about this town is that only a few miles away, there's the gorgeous Gulf of Mexico. Stoners run rampant, and white <laughs> and white owls sell out at convenience stores on a daily basis. Little Wayne is still the most popular music around here. Some of the hot spots include, yeah, then they just name all the strip clubs, uh, drug dealers, and crackheads. If you are moving to this town, I can guarantee you will get sucked into the drug world very quickly as it is an extremely profitable way of life down here. Oh, it's the best. Tiny city located in the west coast of America's Wang. If you are old... If you are old, you are here to die. If you are young, you are here to tell people you live in Sarasota. Dude, these are so accurate. Yeah. It's just so funny. There's like a hundred of these. I wonder what other towns say. But yeah, man. Just, I couldn't believe I grew up there, man. Just every time I drive back through there, I'm like, holy shit. You know, they don't, they don't fix any of the problems. They just build a new store. You know, you're like, hey, there's that crackhead in front of that new Home Depot. Awesome. Yeah, I spent way too much time, way too much time in Home Depot, bro. I was supposed to pick up some uh, some lumber and a couple of, uh, like, roof accessories for homes, you know, like plumbing stacks and things. They were supposed to have it all ready for me just to pick up to run to this job site for my buddy. And, uh... They didn't. They're like, hey, it's going to be two hours. So I go, I go, oh, I'm not waiting two hours for someone else to pick this shit out. Like, I'll, I'll just go find it. You know, give me the list. And now I'm walking around Home Depot. Everyone's wearing orange because it's all, like, emergency and, like, construction workers. So everyone's got, like, some kind of orange vest on. You don't know who works there and who doesn't. You have to find someone who's sitting down. 
you know, in like the paint department. And then no one gives a shit. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm looking for uh, a one by six piece of uh, paneling. And the guy's like, yeah, I think we're out of those. I'm like, you didn't even fucking look. You just, you just know your inventory off the top of your head. He's like, yeah, I think we're out. And then I, he goes, but if, but if, uh, if we do have it, it's out in the garden section, make a right. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, this is the guy that just tells you something's across the store and then he runs into the break room or it's just a diversion so he can clock out. You know, he's headed, he's headed out for the day. And you're like, hey, man, I'm looking for, uh, you know, where can I find uh, the wrenches? And he goes, oh, the parking lot. Fuck off. <laughs> Dude, if you threaten, if you were suicidal and you went to Home Depot and you're like, hey, if I don't, if I, if I don't get to find uh, roof shingles in the next 15 minutes, uh, I'm going to kill myself. And they'd be like, oh, kill myself? I think we're out of that. But if we do have kill myself, it's on aisle nine. Dude, they don't give a shit, dude. But, yeah, it's going to be back at the home base, you know. Nothing like, nothing like being home, man. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been definitely a, it's been definitely a change over the, the whole pandemic, man. Having, uh, like an actual place that I, like, look forward to coming to, you know, like home. Usually, the last year I've just been living out of, like, hotels, Airbnbs, been living like I'm on the run. I'm like, maybe I should be a criminal because it's just, I'm already kind of living like it. I've had people say like, oh, he moves, he moves around a lot. I think he, uh, you know, you think he has uh, skeletons in the closet? Like, no, I got a studio in the closet with no air conditioning. So if you want to, if you want to leave a review, huh? You want to, you want to like and subscribe. That'd be appreciated. Yeah, dude, I'm going to go hang out with Nance, man. I think that'll do it for the episode. We've been watching this show. Dude, I've just been watching shows, man. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I've just never been the guy that watches shows, but nothing's good. You know, it's like I have all this. Sometimes I, I'll have, like, days, like a whole week where I'm super busy, and then I'll have a week where I got nothing going on. And uh, I've just been trying to find, like, good shit to watch, but it's, it's all... It's just all trash. And then it's like I've already watched all the old stuff that's worth watching. And I'm not just going to sit here and watch the same movie 17 times. Uh, but I found a a series, uh, Peaky Blinders. It's about uh, like a street gang in England. And uh, it's dope, dude. It's just uh, it's like one of those kind of like Breaking Bad series. It's shot pretty well. Uh, and they have like five seasons, so I'm on season two. It's like the 1920s, right after the war. And it's just like crooked cops, you know the standard stuff. Uh, the dude's selling, uh, like they do a uh, horse betting, and then he sells. They sell uh, rum and whiskey to uh, to Americans during like prohibition. So oh shit, just fucking hit the mic. Uh, but yeah, I've been watching that dude, and it's funny because like. They have, it's like the rich people can are starting to buy cars back then. Like, the, right, it's like right in the 1920s. I just got to think, dude, that's got to be, that's like one of the inventions. Like, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of people listening, you guys have seen the, 
world before the internet and the world after the internet, whether you like it or not, it's just like, that's been like one of the biggest changes in my lifetime as far as things that were invented. Uh, but dude, like to, to grow up, to see the world before the car and after the car, that's gotta be pretty trippy, dude. So like all these rich people are buying, are buying cars and everyone else is like walking or taking horses. It's gonna be so funny, dude. You're just kind of like the last one. What if you're just like the last one at your job without a car? You know, everyone everyone's parked in a parking lot. And you're like, hey guys, uh, are we still uh are we still leaving our horses here or what? They're like, no, no one fucking no one rides a horse anymore. What are you, Amish? Yeah, dude, the first guy in the car, that's the ultimate flex. Just beep beep. Ooga. You know, they're like, damn. That'd be so funny. You just pull up, ooga. All the bitches are like, damn, he's got a horn. Oh shit. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, I think that'll do it. Uh enjoy the rest of the week, man. all over LA. Give it up for Sean Madden, everybody. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. This joke's not going to go well. <laughs>